Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be a beginner's guide to Borderlands. If you're looking at getting into Borderlands 3 and it's got you excited, everybody's talking about it, this is going to be a guide about what order you should play the games in, and I'll make recommendations as well on the characters. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage i'm probably live right now that's typically when i have these videos hit the feeds come on in and join the conversation the q a i will be covering borderlands extensively it's the game that got me into content creation uh we're going to do a lot of these talks and q a sessions ordinarily i'd be playing while doing them but i'm kind of waiting until the remasters come out to really dive headfirst into resetting the franchise i'll also be playing through the entire franchise with my wife we may do montage highlights to hit youtube so you guys could enjoy some of the best moments now that i can create montages right on the twitch website so this is going to be kind of a where to start if you're trying to get into borderlands if you're thinking about i'd love to take you know the franchise on full speed all the all the remasters and stuff are launching this week i'm recording this april 1st so once all those hit you can really tackle this and uh and really enjoy and really enjoy the the content. And I'm being told Polygon hates this con this talk already. <laughs> That's a funny joke. All right, so I say that you should start with Borderlands One, especially with the remaster coming. Uh, they're adding weapons. They're adding new cosmetics. They're adding the gold key system and some good UI quality of life updates. I would strongly encourage you to start with Borderlands One. If you have friends encouraging you to start with the others. I'm telling you, you're going to miss out significantly on the game that started it all. Uh, There's also a ton of great DLC. So I would start in Borderlands 1. I would start with Roland or maybe Lilith. I think they're probably the most accessible, the most sort of just garden variety characters. I I do think Roland is probably the most like soldier-esque character. So I would start with him. Uh, If you're going to do one playthrough, if you're going to do multiple playthroughs, you can try the multiple characters. So Borderlands 1, start with Roland. Uh, Obviously, wait for the remastered version to get all the goodies. So if you're watching this video and it's not quite out yet or you haven't downloaded the update, I would get the updated version. Uh, That way it looks really crisp and really nice and it's got all the good stuff added in it. Uh, It's a gritty and a slow start, okay? It's a gritty and a slow start, but it's very much worth the playthrough. A lot of people bounce early on Borderlands 1. It wasn't as accessible. They, they didn't really ramp up the fun factor at the very, very beginning. It took a little while for it to kind of get going. A lot of people, once they get past that first area, that first boss, uh, then they really start to get a taste for the loot and the grind and the fun. So really press on. Get into where you're starting to add things to your skill tree. Understand that it is a little bit gritty and challenging. Uh, ammo is kind of rough. You feel like you run out of ammo a lot. I don't know if they fixed that in the uh, in the remastered version. If they if that was a quality of life update, I did feel like a lot of the times I was running out of ammo. But I think it's worth it if you can get that snowball pushed up the hill. It really starts to roll down the other side, and it really gets a, a lot more fun once you get into the other areas and start fighting all the other enemies. Especially worth a playthrough for the four DLCs. Moxie's DLC is probably the weakest in the bunch, but Zed Zombie DLC, the uh, Nox's Armory DLC, they're very, very fun. I thoroughly enjoyed them. I thought they did an excellent job extending the game. You also have the Claptrap Robo Revolution DLC. 
a lot of extension of time there. Now, I don't know if I can recommend doing multiple playthroughs. If you get to the end and you really want to roll the game over, by all means, do it. A lot of the enemies change. The remastered version with new guns coming in, maybe they did a better job with that too. You could roll it over into the other playthroughs and then do all the DLCs. There is a mountain of content in Borderlands 1 that I really don't think you should skip over. So that would be my recommendation for starting. Now, my next recommendation is where a lot of people are going to disagree with me, but let me make my case. I'm a huge Borderlands fan. I played them all. I think you should go to the pre-sequel next. I have had a lot of people agree with me in chat, but there are people that say just skip the pre-sequel. I would ignore those people. The pre-sequel is a great game, but it doesn't feel very good if you play it after Borderlands 2. Borderlands 2 is like the pinnacle of the three, so you want to save that for the end. Go to the pre-sequel next and play as Wilhelm. I think Wilhelm is a very fun character, very accessible, very good builds, very fun. Um, not a lot of not not steep learning curve. Try the other characters. Try whichever character you want. That's just my recommendation. There are minor, minor spoilers. You're not going to ruin Borderlands 2 for yourself. You're going to learn. It's going to be a more seamless story about Handsome Jack and everything that was going on. By now, you're really just playing for the experience. You're not really playing for the story. It's going to be difficult to really care about the story, given that Randy Pitchford stood up at PAX East before the reveal of Borderlands 3 and said, Handsome Jack is dead. So, there's not a lot of value to the story that much anymore anyway, for people getting in. So, I would say jump into the pre-sequel second after Borderlands 1. I think it's well worth it. I actually think it's more like a Borderlands 1.5. It's got great addition to the story, really fun classes and builds. It's got the ice weapons, the laser weapons, the low grab, the butt stomp, all that that is not present in Borderlands 2. So those are going to stand out as higher value points for you if you play it second. I think you'll enjoy yourself very much. I will forewarn you, they do a lot of boomeranging in the pre-sequel. There's a lot of go all the way over there and do that. All right, now come back to me. Oh, now go all the way back over to where you just were a second ago. Some of the areas aren't quite as big and they try to get a little bit more capital out of the missions by doing that. I'm just going to fair warn you that that's kind of how it goes. I can't speak to the value of the DLC in the pre-sequel. I remember loving Claptrap's DLC until I got to the bosses. Uh, a lot of a lot of the boss fights I remember being terrible at the end of the Claptrap uh, DLC. So the Claptrap DLC for the pre-sequel is good and bad. At the beginning part and when you're in all the, the, the music and the weapons and everything were very cool and very unique. But I actually found the end in the bosses to be very, very uh, frustrating. Lastly, And this is where you're probably going to want to spend most of your time. So if you do one playthrough of each of the ones before now, Borderlands 2 is where I think you're going to be more likely to want to do multiple playthroughs and potentially multiple characters. Uh, It stands as probably being the closest to whatever we get in Borderlands 3, so you'll be very, very primed and ready if you enjoy Borderlands 2. So Borderlands 2, save it for last. I recommend Salvador or Maya, the Gunzerker or the Siren. Very accessible, very fun. They work really well in the late game. Uh, which is important if you're going to play multiple times. Typically, I would recommend Axton. He is so fun in the early game. He's got his turret. He's got some great perks. He is awesome if you're not going to play through multiple times. If you just want to get your feet wet, 
Axton's really fun, but once you get into the second and third playthrough and you roll over and the game gets harder and everything's stronger, he doesn't scale very well. I don't know if they're going to be fixing that in the remastered. His turrets have no health in the late game. So I think Salvador and Maya are both fun, accessible, and they also have better elasticity for the end game with respect to just being strong and having really, really strong builds for the end game. So I, that would be my recommendation for the classes. This is the big one, okay? This is the big one. Borderlands 2 is the promised land. It's kind of where you're going to end up and see, oh, they've done so many good things. They've really, really arrived. The humor, the story, the guns, the classes, the different areas, the different enemies. It feels really, really good. Uh, if you're going to play Borderlands 2 and you like and you like, you know, melee classes, People are going to recommend Krieg and Zero. Just know going into those classes, they can be a little bit harder to learn and figure out, even though they're ridiculously strong when played right. Just know that going into them, it's kind of like the Interceptor and Anthem. Uh, I think there's a little bit of a, a more of a learning curve on those classes. I think this is the one that's worth multiple playthroughs and multiple characters, just because of how different the game will feel if you play through as Salvador and then play through as Maya, I, I think it's worth multiple playthroughs as well as my advice for the DLC is this. If you're going to play through the DLC in Borderlands 2, save all of it for the very, very end. Okay? Get your multiple playthroughs done. Figure out what your favorite character is, who you like the most. Get them primed and maxed out. I believe it's 72 is the max level before you jump in to... Well, that's the highest you can go before you do like OP8 levels. I would save the DLCs for the very, very end because they are so, so good. And I would save Tiny Tina's DLC for the very, very last. Now, the Headhunters packs... I would just do those as like you're you're completely done with everything. Just they're kind of fun. They're kind of throwaway. You could save those for the very, very end. But at the very least, Tiny Tina's DLC should be all the way at the very end of your experience and your time. It's magnificent. It's fun. It's probably the most creative and the most praised DLC in the entire Borderlands franchise. And then the Headhunter packs are just for fun. They're holiday themed, one area, one boss, not a lot going on, but they are very, very good. They're, they're I think they're, they're a fun... They're a fun cosmetic injection. Uh, they're obviously way more fun when they launch around holidays. <laughs> they're a lot more fun when they do that. And if you ever cross paths with Cromerax in Borderlands 1, you get a little Cromerax throwback in Borderlands 2, uh, the one Cromerax DLC pack. So that would be my advice on Borderlands 1, then the pre-sequel, then Borderlands 2. I think you're going to get the most bang for your buck. If you're going to do multiple playthroughs and multiple characters, feel free to do that in, in Borderlands 1 and the pre-sequel if you're really enjoying yourself. But I would save some of that for Borderlands 2. Obviously, you might want to try and time this with the, with the launch date of Borderlands 3 and then save, that, save those DLCs in Borderlands 2 and Tiny Tina's for the very, very end as sort of like your dessert. So I hope this helps you jump into the Borderlands franchise. It's my all-time favorite franchise uh, and game world. I love it. I'm so thrilled to have another one on the horizon. Uh, hopefully this helps you. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch my streams live, twitch.tv slash say no to rage. As with all of my content, I appreciate you listening and watching in the other locations. Please like, share, and subscribe.